Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is the Prophet is for you and this is the May J. Rod show. So today is probably going to be the last time that I talk about something other than what is to come. I took a break from that. The Lord gave me permission to do that. And so we're going to end it with resetting your prayer life. I'm going to give you some key points that you can do to reset your prayer life. Because a lot of times people will come to the prophetic mile and they will always ask me to pray for them in the comment section. And I do. If I tell you I do, then I will. But the Lord told me before that a lot of people, they don't come to me and pray because they think it's some complicated uh, situation where they have to have these, you know, these special targeted prayers. You could just come to him and speak from your heart. This is number one. It is, it's not all about just praying, but also worship, prayer and worship time. You can put on praise and worship music. You know, you can read just something out of the Bible. You know, uh, the Daily Bread is a, a source that I've been using for many years since I used to work for the Treasury Department in Washington, D.C. And I remember being on the Orange Line train. And I remember looking around on the train and everybody had their daily bread out and they would be reading it because daily bread would give you a short story and it would give you a scripture that you can read. And a lot of times, you know, by us working and having to catch the train and I'm telling you, I had a commute that was two and a half hours, two from Maryland to D.C. and then two and a half, two and a half hours coming back. Okay. So we're talking about five hours of my day just spent on transportation. I did that for four years before I moved to Texas. But I remember saying to myself, this is the time that they have in their heart that they're going to get their worship time in, that they're going to commune with God. So I'm telling you all now these points that's going to help you. And there's 11 points. And hopefully, this will help you to reset your prayer life. First thing, you ask the Lord to examine me. All right, one of my favorite scriptures is Psalm 139 and 23. When David said, search me and know my heart. Try me and know my thought. And if, if there be any evil weight in me, lead me to the way everlasting. That is one of my prayers that I pray constantly because I'm human. We all are human. And even though I'm his prophet, you know, and he speaks to me, I still have things that I need to work on because, you know, the Bible says all our righteousness is like filthy red. So I, I pray that prayer constantly, you know, every day. The second, you know, is forgive my sins. So, you know, first of all, if you're not going to, you know, ask the Lord to forgive your sins, then. You're wasting your time praying, okay, because you got to confess that, okay, Lord, I'm not perfect. Forgive me. 
you know, and then once you have asked for forgiveness and you receive forgiveness, then you will be able to pray effectively. Okay. Because, you know, the prayers of the righteous avail of much. You don't want to be going to him when you're drunk, which he'll hear you when you're drunk, but you want to come to him with a clear and sober mind. Now, the third thing is fill me with your spirit. All right. So you ask the Lord, Lord, fill me. Fill me, continually fill me with your Holy Spirit. I remember years ago, and this woman was my godmother. And I remember, you know, we had a revival. And it was like, oh, we got, we got filled with the Holy Ghost. She said, there's always one filling, but there's many refillings. So just continue to ask the Lord to fill me with your spirit, and he will do it. All right? Especially when, you are, when you're ministering and there's special, you know, like appointments that you have to go to. You have got to say, Lord, fill me. Keep me continually filled. The fourth tip, restore and strengthen me. Let me tell you something. Ministry can suck the life right out of you, okay? And there are times when I have to take a day break. I have to. I was like, today I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to take a break. And it's probably going to be at least once or twice a week, especially when I know that I'm in rare form, okay? Meaning that God has given me um, situations. He's given me words of wisdom with situations that he is sick and tired of seeing. And he wants me to put it out there to let people know, look, all right, this is your time to repent. This is what you've been doing. You need to get it right. And when I do that, I'm telling you right now, the warfare is unbelievable. This past um, weekend, I had the most unbelievable warfare in the comment section on my page, the prophetic mile that I knew was coming. As a matter of fact, the Lord had gave me a specific, specific word. And I said, okay, Lord, I'm gonna give you this word. I even typed that out. And I know you're going to protect me from this warfare. He did. He protect me, you know, emotionally. Cause I was like, okay, these people are really tripping, but I had to be obedient. So I'm just telling you like David, he asked the Lord, he said, restore to me the joy of your salvation in Psalms 51 and 12, you know, and, you know, Ezekiel, he said, I will remove from your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. All right. You know, and so, you know, well, I'm sorry, that's what um, the, the Ezekiel prophet said um, was spoken you know, to his people, to God's people. Because I'm telling you right now, if you don't get restored and ask Lord to strengthen and restore you, you will be in a state of weariness. The first, the fifth thing is grant me wisdom. Let me tell you something. Okay. Wisdom is definitely a gift and godly wisdom, the kind that comes from above. You need when you're dealing with the public and on social media. We live in an age in which information and wisdom has been increased, just like the Bible says, okay, um, knowledge will increase. It's true. But wisdom, I'm sorry, wisdom seems to be nearly extinct. You know, thankfully, you know, the Lord says if we ask in James 1 and 5, that he would generously to all without fault, finding fault, he would give it to us. All right. If we would just ask. So a lot of times when you are, 
in ministry and particularly prophetic ministry, you have got to ask God to give you wisdom because if not, you know, you'll be finding yourself all over the place, you know, as far as how to deal with people and how to handle them. The sixth thing is protect my mind. All right. Ask God to protect your mind from things that shouldn't be there. All right. Protect your mind from, you know, thinking about the past and past hurts and what somebody did to you and how you want to set the record straight and how you want to get this person told because we're humans. But if you ask him to protect your mind, he will do that. And that's where prayer comes in. If you pray constantly, you will be in constant touch with the Lord and he will suppress those thoughts and you will have a man of Christ. The seventh thing is to stifle Satan. Satan hates everything that we do that has connection to the Most High. He knows that he is damped. Okay, he will be cast into the lake of fire with his angels. So he tries his best to come after the children of God because he is actually jealous of us. So when you ask God to just, Lord, just help me, you know, can you just rebuke the devourer long enough so I can do this or do that? You know, and then Jesus tell you to tell Satan to get thee behind me. All right, get behind me because I can't, you know, Lord, I, I can't keep fighting this battle, you know, so can you help me? And then you have to help yourself by saying, get thee behind me, Satan. You know, I have a spray that the Most High uh, gave me called Lucia Hold. And a lot of times I will spray that Lucia Hold sometimes, you know, in the air and just say, get behind me, Satan, and continue on doing God's will. All right. The eighth... um Tip is suppress unbelief and supply faith. You have got to believe that God is able to help you. Anytime you have unbelief, think about the things that the Lord has done for you in the past. Think about the situations that he delivered you from and how he answered prayers in the past and he would do it now. See, that's where you have to constantly remind yourself of the good things that he's done. You got to have faith. The word of God says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So you have got to have faith because the word of God says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. All right. So definitely, you know, take that unbelief, knock it out of your mind, and then just start thinking about the things that he done for you in the past and that he that he's done for others. And if he did if he did it before, he'll do it again. Number nine, guard my behavior. This is a, a big one because the last thing that we want to do is become a stumbling block, okay, uh, to those around us, especially the lost. That's why a lot of times, you know, I have to take breaks off my page because some of those people are just sent from the pits of hell. Okay. With the comments, they, I delete most of them. Cause a lot of times the way God, the way the Lord deals with me is just so, it's so beautiful. I could be sitting there in the spirit to say, pick up your phone. Somebody left something very smart and 
you know, will try to throw other people off from the message. And I pick it up. Sure enough, it'd be something right there and I delete it. Because the thing about it is that when you have prophetic ministry, people don't realize that you're speaking for the Lord. It's not you. It may not be something that they want to hear, but it's what God is telling you to say. And you have to be obedient because obedience is better than sacrifice. And I'm not going to take no beatings for nobody because they don't, you know what I'm saying, don't want to hear the word. You know, so you got to say, Lord, God, my behavior, you know, help me and deliver me from the evil one. Protect me. Guard me against bad attitudes and choices. That's why I was like, if I have to take a break, I will because I'm human. And no, I don't let it get to me and the Lord protects me. It's just that when you see some of these things that people saying sometimes, and I know some of y'all can relate, you'll be like, what, what is they, what are they thinking? You know, like, are you, are you insane? You're obviously, this is a message from the most high. You're sitting here arguing with the most high because I'm the, I'm the messenger. You know, have you not any fear of God? So you have to guard your behavior. So therefore you won't, you won't go back to being the OG you used to be. Okay. You know, like the lion in me is sleeping, but not dead. I don't want to wake that lion up. You know, so I just get on off of there for a day and just, you know, get my mind and my heart right. And, you know, just pray because, you know, it's rough. Ten, arrange significant divine appointments. All right. You know, I put up a prayer. I said, I pray that, you know, favor will find, you know, me and my household, a life, a favor that will last for a lifetime in the name of Jesus. You have to know what to pray. The Bible said we have not because we ask not. A lot of times people, they don't know what to ask for. You can ask for significant divine appointments. Lord, put me in contact with the right people. If you're trying to start a business and you need some connections, the right connections, you could, pr- you could pray for divine appointments, you know, so you could meet the right people. You could be invited to an event and get there. And there it is, the person you need that can supply what it is that you are seeking right there. All right. You know, pray, especially that he would lead you regularly, regularly into appointments for evangelism and encouragement. If you, if you, if you don't have a social media page, there's opportunities in the store. You know, I know it happens to me all the time. I go in the store trying to mind my business. Here goes somebody coming on my aisle and they striking up a conversation. It happens all the time. You know, my sons used to laugh when they was younger. And then I said, you're going to find out when you get older. And this, this start happening to them. It's like, Mom, yeah, I was minding my business, hurting this person. I said, because the anointing is on your life, you know, to minister to people. So that's going to happen. You know, so you can pray for, you know, evangelistic opportunities. And final, finally, number 11, enlarge my sphere of influence. All right. There's nothing wrong with taking a final petition right out of J-Bag's playbook, J-Bag's playbook. And he said, enlarge my territory. That's nothing wrong with that. All right. You know, this means extended responsibility. Lengthening influence and heightened opportunity. All right. There's nothing wrong with it for the glory of God. That's the kind of desire for blessings and expansion of ministry that I am continually seeking. So now the Lord has me to start speaking on the podcast. I've been doing this podcast now for probably 
maybe I think consistently, consistently for about a year. And, you know, people are listening and I praise God for that. And it's not so I could be heard, but, but the message can be heard. All right. You know, petitioning is only one, one small prayer away in the prayer wheel. Okay. So it's a, it's a small prayer. All right. But when you're petitioning God, you know, there's a prayer wheel and that may be one small part of it, petitioning God. And then you have to humble yourself before God. It's like there's a prayer wheel going and you have to intercede for God. Okay. But praising God takes over the precedence of everything in this prayer wheel. Prayer wheel. You have to understand that when you are petitioning God, you got to give him his praise. You have to give him his praise and adoration. That comes before I start doing anything in my prayer altar. I start giving the Most High his praise and his adoration. And I intend to take full responsibility for and advantage of every opportunity when it comes to praying for myself and my family. I hope that these tips have helped you. I pray that the Lord will increase your prayer life. That through him, you will reset your prayer life so you can have that one-on-one time with him. And when you do this, watch how things start changing in your life. I want to thank all of my exclusive subscribers. You pay $3 a month to support this podcast, and it is truly appreciated. I want to thank each one of you who listen to the podcast and who share the podcast as well. And for those of you who listen on Apple, please leave me a review. It will help others when they see it. They was like, okay, let me go check her out. And it would let people get an opportunity to hear what I'm saying. It would expand my territory. May God bless you and may heaven smile upon you. Until next time.